0: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What's going on? Pastor George, I'm back. I uh, want to apologize for the technical difficulty this morning. Uh, technology, what can we say? Uh, we're at the mercy of it right now, so uh, I do want to apologize. It was an awesome praise and worship that I did want you all to experience. We still know God is good. God is on the throne and he reigns. Amen? All right, so we want I want to wish you all Happy Mother's Day and welcome you all in. Uh, we missed that on the praise and worship So welcome, welcome, welcome to New Creation Church Again, I'm Pastor George Thomas the Third, And I want us to extend a happy Mother's Day To all the mothers out there To my mother, to Lady Thomas The leading lady of New Creation Church We thank God for her And all the mothers and grandmothers And motherly figures that have been a part in our life I mean, Mother's Day, what an awesome holiday To celebrate the woman in our, the women in our life Even the ones that may not have have natural children but who have been the aunties and, and the, those that have looked out and took care of people's children we are grateful for you all and amen so i hope this word today encourages you i hope this word uh lifts up your heart as a mother as a woman of god and encourages you to keep on in the faith and if you're a man sit back I'm sure you'll catch something out of it, all right? If you, you just sit back and listen, something will prick your heart and something will get you going, all right? Today, we will be in the book of 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5, and it reads as followed. I'm reminded of how sincere your faith is. That faith first lived in your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice. I'm convinced that it also Lives in you. All right, for a message today, we want to tag today's message, Mama's Faith. And if I had to put some little extra on it, I would call it Mama's Faith Squared. Uh, I know we ain't been in school in a while, doing math problems and equations and all that, but squared means to double something. uh, The exponent of it, we want to uh, exponent why? Because we see his mother and his grandmother had done some wonderful things in young Timothy's life. As we celebrate Mother's Day and the, the whole fullness of it and how good and awesome it is to celebrate the woman in our life. We must understand that you women of God hold a powerful peace in connecting the dots in all of our lives. Yes, yes. You women hold all so much in your hands, so much in your actions, so much in your speech, so much in your touch, so much in the way you love these children to raise them up to be who God has called them to be. The apostle Paul is writing to Timothy, his protege, his son in the faith. Uh, Timothy went and came to Paul. Paul did a uh, went to send Timothy out, excuse me, to a pastor in Ephesus. Paul came and sent Timothy out there. As a young man, watch this. Many people in that day questioned Timothy because he was so young. How, how can a young man teach me about the Lord? He's still in his youth. That's why Paul had to encourage Timothy, Timothy and say, look here. Let no one despise your youth. You've been called of God. I've seen the work in you, I've seen the faith in you. Let no one despise. Your youth, true story, an older woman uh, was in a deep problem and she was seeking God. Her heart had been broken. It seems her life was falling to pieces and shambles. Seemed like nothing was going right at this time. She said, God, I need you. I'm going to go to church this Sunday. I'm going to drive. I'm going to find me a church. She drives, gets off the highways. He's a church, goes into the parking lot, goes in to sit down, ready to hear a word from the Lord. And guess what? The pastor comes in and she comes to find out he's only about 28 years old that upset her she said hold up how's this pastor gonna preach to me how's this young man gonna preach to me lord I need you I'm in search for a word my heart is breaking I need you she in fact joked around said I'm gonna have to get a, 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 a put him on my shoulder and burp him when he's done with the message because he's so young that young man came out and preached a word and called out everything that was in her life the Holy Spirit moved in them she gave her life back to Christ that day with tears in her eyes all I'm saying is that never despise your youth you can't tell what's on the inside of a person. We only can see what's on the outside. But when God puts something in you, it doesn't matter how old or how young. When God puts something in you, the anointing will destroy the bondage. Amen. So Timothy has so much in him. Why? Because he had two very special women in his life. Ooh, two very special women. Look at this. For Second Timothy 1.5 A clause. I'm reminded of how sincere your faith is. That faith first lived in your grandmother Lois. Wow. Paul must have seen some fruit in Timothy. Paul must have seen some things in Timothy that made him say, This young man got something going right here. This young man uh, really loves God for real, for real. Paul seen something in him. Paul is writing this letter to encourage Timothy. Remember, Paul, it is, this is one of the 13 letters of the New Testament that Paul is writing to the churches. And Paul pins first and second Timothy. And I love this. He said, Timothy, I'm encouraged by your sincere faith. Timothy's faith isn't a product of chance. Don't miss that. Timothy's faith isn't a is a product of being an intentional parent. Woo! Timothy's faith comes from the intentionalness of his grandmother. Look at this. Let's start with Lois. Lois had what I like to call saving faith. Amen. Saving faith. Uh, there isn't much about Grandmother Lois mentioned in the scripture. As a matter of fact, she has this verse right here There's not much about her. But if we just look at the Bible and not see that much, but if we just dig a little deeper, let's find out what we can see. I'm reminded of how sincere your faith is, that faith lived in your grandmother and your mother Eunice. Paul probably met Timothy. Come on, we're going to do a little Bible history real quick. Paul probably met Timothy on his first missionary trip going through Asia Minor. He probably came across... Timothy he came across a uh, uh, Lois, a uh, 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 older woman, his grandmother, who was, uh, got, who she ended up getting saved through Paul's teachings. Paul planted churches and where they live in Lystra and Galatia and all these places, and she ended up getting saved from his teaching. She, he, he won Jews and Gentiles to the Christian faith. That's what Paul was doing. And it's likely that his grandmother Lois got saved during that first trip, y'all. But by the time Paul comes back, maybe about five years later now, Paul is back in the area seeing, How the churches are doing, seeing how everyone is in their faith, deceived, they're still continuing on and keeping on going in the Lord. Paul says, I see something special in that boy Timothy. Yeah, yeah, I remember I came five years ago, he he, he didn't really know the Lord, he didn't know nothing but I come five years later and something is on him. I sense the Holy Spirit all over this boy's life and I love this because it first lived in his grandmother. Can I talk to a praying grandmother real quick? Can I talk to somebody, a praying grandmother real quick? I love this because if you're a grandmother, the first thing you gotta learn how to do, watch this, is undergird your children. Yes, yes, grandparents help your children parent their children. Yes, you should be the undergirding. You should be the one that comes in and is backup and reinforcements to help get them on the right track. To help them to, to to help get rules and order in their house and in their life. You should be the one that the grandkids can come and talk to, different than the parent, yet helping them undergirding them. So you're leading the kid in the right direction. I love this. Watch this, grandparents. Sometimes you're the only spiritual influence in the child's life. Whoo. Thank God for praying grandma. Some of us wouldn't even be where we are today without a praying grandmother. Amen. I think that sometimes, watch this, you are the only spiritual influence. Maybe grandma got saved later in life and mom's not saving and you can't do nothing about that right now, but what you can do is be the spiritual authority in that child's life. You can still speak Jesus into them. You can still speak life into them. You still can pray with them. You still can take them to church with you any chance you get. You can do that as the grandparent to help encourage That child in the faith But just because you're encouraging that child Watch this, we want to win souls You can't hound your adult children Come on, come on Come on, I, I believe this wholeheartedly. That sometimes the best thing you can do is live out your faith. That if you walk right in front of people, that if you live right in front of people, that if you live right and continue to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, I believe that, and continue to be a good testimony and witness for Jesus Christ. They will come around at some point, sometime because you're sowing good seeds. I love this, so don't hound them and beat them down because they might not want to go to church. Pray for them and love them and say, "Is it cool if I take the babies to church with me? Is it cool if I do that?" Amen. And some of us on the flip side Because our grandmothers and mothers Took us to church so much Now we got older We said we know what I ain't taking my children I don't want them to go to church I'm not going to have them go through what I went through And we realized that that piece of Jesus Might be missing in their life Please don't do that parents Please listen to me Look here, look here, look here Grandparents can build a powerful legacy of faith Woo Powerful legacy of faith It starts and then it builds and it grows. You cannot tell me that Lois making a decision to get saved. She didn't know what would happen with her daughter. She didn't know if Eunice would ever come to the Lord. All she knew was that she heard about this man named Jesus and he died for her sins. And she understood that I needed to be saved from my sins. And in that, Eunice must have caught wind of it and seen some change in mama's life and said, yep. I feel I need it too. There's no way they knew that she knew her grandson would become a pastor and help change the Mediterranean world in the Bible. There's no way, but she left a legacy of faith by being the first one to walk it out. Amen. Look at this. Look at this. Let's go back to 2 Timothy 1 and 5. I'm reminded of how sincere your faith is. It's Paul writing. That faith first lived in your grandmother, Lois, and in your mother, Eunice. Uh, uh, so 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 the grandmother had saving faith. Eunice had sustaining faith. Amen. Sustaining faith. See, seeing the change in her mother must have did something. Uh, seeing her mother change from Judaism and say, you know what, I'm following Christ now. Uh, uh, the, the son of the living God must have did something to us. Remember These people have no Bibles to return to reference. All they have is the Old Testament. They are living in the New Testament times. They are literally living in the book of Acts. They don't have no other reference. So all they have is Paul and the power behind Paul and what he's preaching and what he's teaching and how he's making it line up, how he's showing through the Old Testament that this is the promise of God from ages ago. I love this. I love this. She had no idea that her son would be named after some books in the Bible. She had no idea of none of that, Eunice had Timothy with a Greek man. Uh, his father was a Greek. We don't know a lot about Timothy's father. What we know is that Timothy wasn't circumcised. So I don't know if his father didn't agree wholeheartedly with Judaism, but he didn't allow. He wasn't circumcised. So so that shows that his father may not have agreed with Judaism as a whole. I don't know if his father got saved. Uh, later on, because of his son, Timothy, because he's seen a change in Lois and Eunice, I don't know about all of that, but I know that his father was a Greek and he was uh, not of the same religion. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. I love this. Sister Lois had to encourage herself and be encouraged in the Lord and say, you know what? I got to stand on my own, too. Thank God for mama's faith. And now mama's faith is flowing through me. It is my job and my duty to give this faith that I have received now to my child. Woo. It is our duty. We have to be active in doing this. It's our duty as parents to give our faith to our children. Because guess what? Even though we cannot give them uh, a ticket to heaven, that's not what it's about. But we can instill in them the values and the faith and the love of God that he has put in us. And that will have the ability to sustain them. And that's what we coined the term sustaining faith. That your faith has some sustainability. Watch this. Your faith has to have the capacity to endure. We're talking about sustaining. Yeah. Your faith has to have the capacity to endure, which means sometimes when things don't make sense, don't mean I'm going to change up on God. That means sometimes when I'm in the middle of a storm That don't mean God get the back burner Just because sometimes it don't make sense And I'm going through And I wish it was different right now No, no, no I'm going to sustain I'm going to weather the storm As the old folks say I'm going to weather this storm I'm going to sit here and wait on my God to come I'm going to wait on the Lord I'm not going to get off track I'm going to endure this Because my faith will sustain me if I let it Sustaining faith Your faith has to maintain a process Or a situation over time? What is the process? My God, my God. What is your process that you are maintaining over time? It, it, what What is the process? What do you mean, Pastor? Is it my church attendance? Part of my process. Is it my scripture reading? Part of my process. Is it my prayer time? Is part of my process. Is it my devotional time? Part of my process. My serving time? Is it part of my process? To have my faith sustaining, I got to have these things in my life because if they're not in my life, there's no way I'm going to sustain over time. I'm going to get tossed to and fro. I love this. Jesus talks about the parables he talks about the seed that landed on good ground and, and bad ground and some seed landed on the ground and, and it started to spring up and then the cares of life came and choked it out and then some some seed landed over here and the fowls and the birds came and ate it up real quick and some seed landed on the rocks and they got thorns and thistles and they got choked out and didn't grow up it wasn't able to sustain but he said some seed landed on good ground come on I'm talking to somebody that's ready to su- sustain somebody that's ready to keep the legacy going somebody's ready to fight for their faith somebody that's ready to stay and say god i don't care what come hell or high water ain't nothing making me turn my back on you ain't nothing making me give up on jesus i don't care what happens i don't care what you do to me guys jesus said it like this be don't be scared of man who can destroy your body fear god who can destroy the body and soul." i ain't got time to worry about what man says and what man does i gotta stand on the unchanging hands of jesus who who is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Sustaining faith. Your faith has to be, watch this, upheld and confirmed. Woo, you got to make your calling and election sure. Come on, that's what the Bible tells us. You got to make sure your calling and your election. You got to make sure that you know God chose you, that God saves you, and I got to make sure I'm sure of that. It has to be upheld and confirmed. Your faith is recognized, watch this, watch this, by our children first. Our children are one of the first ones to recognize our faith, to recognize our love for God. They have to be able to recognize that first and then it will spring out to others. But I want to make sure my children recognize it first because these are the ones I'm responsible for. I'm not responsible for everybody else. My, my first response is to the family, to the children, to make sure my faith, that they can eat off my faith. So we see Grandma Lois had, what, saving faith. She gets saved. She comes to the Lord and says, you know what, I have to make a conscious decision to change my life. I have to make a conscious decision to say I need Jesus, that I'm willing to make a change and follow him. Then Mama Eunice sees grandma's saving faith and says, look here, uh, I like what you got going on, Mama. I need some of that in my life. I need your saving faith, and I'm going to add my sustaining faith to it. And then with the saving faith, and the sustaining faith, watch this, watch this, to keep the tradition going, her son Timothy gets sincere faith. Woo! I, I hope you caught that. It went from, from saving, watch this, to sustaining, and then to sincere. My God, my God, I hope you kind look at this. Second Timothy 1 and 5. For I'm reminded of how your faith is. He's talking to Timothy. That faith first lived in your grandmother Lois, which I seen five years before, your, for, before I seen you. And in your mother Eunice. I'm convinced that it also lives in you. Wow, wow. We have to come to our own personal relationship with Christ. I hope I've said that enough that it sticks in your mind. Your own personal. The Bible tells us work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. It doesn't mean that you're alone and you have to walk this walk by yourself, but you got to make sure that you know that you know that you're saved, that you know and you know that you and God are good. You have to make sure of that. But uh, even though our own personal relationship with Jesus Christ, but just like in the physical, watch this, in the physical, we transfer our DNA. We, we, that's why our children look like us. They they talk like us. They walk like us. They have some of our tendencies. We, we transfer DNA. But I believe, watch this also, through the blood of Christ. Watch this. Why I can't uh, transfer the salvation to them I can transfer. Watch this. Some of my spiritual, some of my faith can be transferred to them by by praying with them, by laying on hands, by showing them what faith is, by encouraging them in the faith of the Lord. We got to be willing to pass down the spiritual and not just the physical, because the, the physical only lasts for so long. Uh, The monetary only lasts for so long, but we must be willing as parents to pass down the spiritual lineage to our children. Watch this. Timothy, a young man, watch this, who saw the change in his grandmother, Uh, a young man who saw the change in his mother. And he's persuaded now to also seek Jesus himself. He was just living his life, minding his own business, serving the Lord Obeying God doing what God called him to do Learning and digging in the scriptures And Paul says I see something in you Woo, That's a word right there He minded his business Living life studying the scriptures Just trying to obey God Paul Holy Spirit speak to Paul And say I see something in you boy I need you to come with me I need you to come and do the work the work of the Lord with me. I need you to come help out. It's a world out here that don't know nothing about Jesus. It's a world out here that is, that's dying. It's a world out here that needs to be saved from their sins. And I need somebody like you that got some saving faith in them. I need somebody like you that has some sustaining faith in them. I need somebody like you that has some sincere faith. Faith in them that wants to see the word of God go forth. That wants to see the word of God come and see Jesus reign as Lord in somebody's life. I see that. So Paul handpicks Timothy to do the work of a missionary. Woo. Paul handpicks timothy timothy has two letters in the bible named after him first timothy and second timothy my god uh, uh, timothy watch that these books are not only bearing his name but these books give outlines on how to conduct yourself as a pastor how to conduct yourself as a deacon it gives outline on what things will look like in the last days talking about uh children disobedient to parents not that love of many will wax cold some will have a form of godliness but denying the power thereof that it feels like we're living in these times right now. The book of Timothy was an encouragement. He said, let no one despise your youth. Timothy, he said, look here, don't preach the tickle ears. I need you to preach the word of God in season and out of season. You got to deal with sin and you deal with sin so others will be scared and, and, and won't fall into those same traps. I need you to be strong. I know that you're young. I know people might think you ain't ready. I know, but the sincere, <laughs> woo, the sincere faith. The saving faith, the sustaining faith I seen first in your grandmama. I seen in your mama. I also see it in you. What a wonderful thing to know that God sees the faith in us and that faith can be seen by our mothers and our grandmothers and the women in our life. We thank God for the women in my life, women of God. I'm almost done. I just want to encourage you today that them babies is watching you. I want to encourage you today that them children know how you pray. Them children want to see how you love, how you forgive. How you hold them down. I want to encourage you to walk in the calling God has called forth in you. Whatever God has put in you, don't let the enemy be there out of you. Don't let the enemy take away from you. No, no, no. You stand strong, you stand tall, and you stand on the word of our Lord. I want to encourage the mothers today and the grandmothers today. Thank you for all you have done. Thank you for your love and your compassion. Thank you for every touch. Thank you for every hug, for every kiss, for every meal. We just want to say thank God for mamas, because we know God knew we We needed mamas in this world, so we are grateful for what God is doing. But I'm not too too far gone to realize this ain't a happy day for everybody. Pastor got something for you too. Some of us, some people's mothers have passed away. And I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you and say, keep your head up, baby. Keep your head up. I know today may be hard. I know today may be a struggle. But the best thing you can do is live in her legacy. The best thing you can do is say, you know what? I'm going to make sure that everything mama thought she wanted, I'm going to go get. Everything that mama put in me, I'm going to put in them children. Everything good. Everything that's love. Everything that's kind. Everything that's patience, Everything that mama put in me. That's good, I'm going to make sure I put in my kids so I can see it in my kids. Then I can see it in my grandkids as well. Thank God. I pray I pray for you as well. Watch this. Some people just didn't have a mama. Come on. We, we live in a fallen world and I want to talk to you and encourage you to today before we leave because Mother's Day may not be a happy day for you. I understand it. Mama, mama might have hurt you. Mama might not have done things. Maybe you and mama's relationship was never good. So this is never a good day to you. Can I encourage you to forgive? Can I encourage you to forgive and not let that hold up your heart. Can I encourage you to let it go? Because guess what? The Bible says this, that even though our parents can be a trip, even though our parents may not be everything we need them to be, God said that, watch this, he will be a, a father to the fatherless and a motherless to the motherless. Amen. That when my parents forsake me, That's when the Lord will pick me up. That's why we got to love God. That's why we got to worship him in spite of. I get it. Sometimes life ain't fair. Sometimes we get in some bad situations that wasn't our fault. Sometimes we get hit hard. But I got to know that if my mama and daddy forsake me. Woo, that if mama and daddy forsake me, I still got a God that loves me. I still got a God that cares for me. I still got a God. watching it. so good. He going to send people in your life to help fill a void. Amen. They can't, they not, they might not be your mother. They might not be your father, but you got a bomb auntie. You got a bomb grandmother. You got a bomb uncle, whatever it may be, to help you in the midst of it. He has sent somebody in the physical, then he got you in the spiritual. But we must understand the importance of mama's faith. We have a real live example in the Bible that a grandmother got saved. Then her daughter got saved and her grandson got saved and went to do some of the awesome work, the foundational work in building the Christian life and building and witnessing for Christ across the seas and yet, here we are over 2,000 years later, and I can still preach a sermon about a young man named Timothy that just wanted to serve the Lord. But that came from his grandmama and his mama. Hallelujah. Give God a praise for that word. Lift up some hearts, some likes. I hope the word touched you today. I hope and pray this word encourage you today. I hope and pray. That's my prayer. My prayer. I'm going to pray for all those right now. I uh, hope that you, if, if you're not saved, that today would be a great day to say, Lord, I'm coming. I, I want to be with you. I, I want that faith that you're talking about that I can pass on to my children. It's cool. I want to pass on property. I do want to pass on some some monetary. I want to pass on some some Bitcoin. I want to pass on all these things in the natural. But most, 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 most importantly, I want to pass down a legacy of faith in the Lord. That's you. It's a number to say text to join. I want to pray for you. Uh if you have a prayer request, you also can text that number. But I want to pray for you. And maybe you want to rededicate your life. I want to pray for you as well. Dear Lord, I come right now in the name of Jesus, oh God, asking you to touch whew, the mothers today, Father God. I thank you, God, for today, Father God. I pray, oh God, for the mothers, oh God, that that, that are enjoying their day, to the ones that might be having a hard day, to maybe there's someone that even lost their mother, Father God. I pray, Father God, for all those involved today holidays can always be emotional days so i pray oh god for the hearts and mind of your people today i pray Father god that some soul today may want to come to you that some soul is crying out to jesus said today is the day lord that i want to be saved today is the day lord i want to give my heart and mind to you if that is you just lift up your hands and say lord forgive me of my sins forgive me of my sins oh lord today is the day i'm making a decision to say, I want you, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Yes, you save me from my sins, but you also are Lord of my life. I repent and I turn from those things and I want you, oh God, to lead me and guide me in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Pray and believe that and you shall be saved. And then you can start your journey of walking with the Lord. Father God, we thank you for all you have done today. Bless us today to have a blessed and prosperous day. In Jesus' name, amen. Give God some glory. Give God some praise. We thank God for all that he's doing and continues to do. We give him glory, amen. Um, real quick, uh, we had a, our technology was messed up, and we didn't get to do our normal thing. So we do, we will do offering right now. If those that um, wanted to give, um, they didn't get a chance to, we appreciate it. all. Oh, thank you. Uh, you see the number on your screen, our cash app, and a text to give number. Either one is fine. We appreciate your offering so thank you i'm gonna give you a second to give i want to pray of your offering as well and i just want to encourage you all just to be just to be grateful those that are on man make sure y'all send uh lady thomas some love for mother's day the the mother of new creation church uh the woman of god that she is please make sure y'all send her some love uh awesome awesome mother awesome wife awesome first lady praying loving caring so sincere and um uh, I, I know that she's passing on some good stuff to our daughters and our son, and I'm grateful for that and, and what she's done. So please send us some love today. I will greatly, greatly appreciate it. I'm sure she will, too. Thank you. All right, we're going to go ahead and pray for the offering. Dear Lord, we thank you, O God, for every seed sown, for every tide, for every offering, Father God. We pray, O God, that it goes forth to bless your kingdom abundantly, Father God. Help us, O God, to continue to do the work of the Lord uh, in every way, shape, form, and fashion needed, O God. We thank you in advance for what you're doing and what you're going to do. We ask, O God, that you bless it, uh, every seed sown, that is multiplied, O God, and it goes forth and do what you have called it to do, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Alright, alright. Well God bless you. Sorry again for the technical difficulties. Uh we'll be back next week. We'll get these hopefully we'll get this stuff worked out um at the mercy of technology. But either way it goes, God is still good. He's still kind and he still reigns on the throne. Happy Mother's Day again. Take care and be blessed. There's no, there no goodbye to you. Wow, that was at the top. Yeah. <laughs>